0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 93 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jake Blasey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron watched the hoskers han I Yeah, okay. And David, Master of the Baja Blaster Becker.
1: I have arrived, again. internet. I'm he's, back. He's here. Um, Resurre- resurrected from the depths.
0: Of sickness. So now everyone who listened last week knows what that means. Of course, we'll be doing our Catch David Up on the Podcast segment this week. And um, <laughs> it'll just be a good time. Uh, but also, the Oscars were last night.
2: Aaron, did you know that? Uh, no, I I did not know that. And I, I just didn't watch them. And uh, Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about... Watched uh, reruns of... The Simpsons Roseanne. on Fox, oh. whatever, whatever it was showing. I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't know what counter-programming
0: was. But. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to talk about our little uh, Oscar pool, who won. We're also just going to talk about the, the ceremony in general. So let's get into it. The nominees for who won are Aaron Hahn, David Becker, and Jacob Lacey. And the winner is, well, let's find out. All right, I'm, I'm thinking
1: it's gonna be me because I don't think I chose any Bird, so
0: <laughs> I don't. I,
1: to be honest, I didn't either. <laughs> so,
0: um, let's just get started. All right, so yeah, you could you could kind of see that shut out. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Um, makeup and hair styling was without a doubt always going to be the darkest hour, or no, sorry, darkest hour.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I guess based on the. The clips they showed, they were counting the fish person from Shape of Water as a costume. Yeah, I saw a that. a makeup job. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. It, I'm pretty sure that still
0: didn't win. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I saw A.A. A. Dowd tweeted something like, oh, but they already gave away the uh, Oscar for Best Makeup and Hairstyling when Gary Oldman won best actor <laughs> and I was like oh <laughs> firing off on him so anyway that was pretty much going to be the same way no matter what film editing uh it's dunkirk guys that we all voted for dunkirk we all voted for darkest hour there was no choice other than dunkirk for editing <laughs> um yeah I don't know. Uh, we're just going to run through these slower ones <laughs> visual effects Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I cannot yeah. believe Planet of the Apes didn't win. <laughs> they,
2: they they hate motion capture. They they really they, do. they straight up hate motion capture. It's like it's like a thing. But, but as beautiful as
0: those movies are, I cannot believe that the trilogy's done. Everything's done with those movies, and they were like, we don't even want to recognize that. Blade Runner twenty forty nine, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I did guess Blade Runner 2049, though, and I was the only one to guess it. So I'll take my first lead here. But did I not guess it? No. What you did ge- I guess? You guessed Planet of the Apes.
2: You sure about that?
0: Yeah. You and Aaron both. Or you and David both, sorry. Uh, then we got Short Film. I like my monkeys. Uh, Okay, Uh, (laughs) then we got short film, live action, Uh, none of us seen any of them, (laughs) and no one guessed the right one, which was The Silent Child. Short film animated, we all put big money on Lou. Lou (laughs) lost to Deer Basketball, so we got nothing there either. Uh, Then we move on to, sorry, uh, best original score which we all put big money on The Shape of Water, rightfully so. I think it's the best score of the ones nominated last year. Um, yeah, just when they were going through all of them, and I'm like, yeah, this is good, this is good, and they play Shape of Water, and I'm like, ooh, it's beautiful. <laughs> like, it has to be that one, and it was. Uh, sound mixing. Very, it's the first one we're all split on other than like the weird ones so dunkirk won both of them it certainly shouldn't have won mixing (laughs) let's just be completely frank on that um
2: but aaron you guessed it would i i did because it's actually pretty pretty good sound mixing no it's very bad sound mixing i don't
0: it's, it's, it's pretty good okay sure then we get to sound editing, none of us guessed Dunkirk. That's the one I would have thought it would win. Why did I guess Star Wars? <laughs> I'm like, oh, Star Wars will take it. No,
2: no, absolutely not. Um, I, I definitely thought Baby Driver would walk away with one of them, though. Yeah, me too, me too. But it didn't.
0: Uh, that's, yeah, that's what you and David both guessed for editing. Uh, so costume design, surprising everyone, meaning no one. Uh, Phantom Thread
2: won. <laughs> the, the, the movie all about making uh, yeah. outfits. <laughs> the one with really pretty dresses. Award for making outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if they didn't win that award, they'd, they'd have uh, some issues to work out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, cinematography. This is a big one. We need to talk about this one a little more in depth. I was ready to be angry at this award. (laughs) So Roger Deakins finally won for Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. And man, if you couldn't tell the sheer amount of joy on that man's face when he walked up on stage to grab that, like he just was like, oh my God, it finally happened. (laughs) Uh, Just nominated so much, lost, so unrecognized for his work, and here he got it for Blade Runner 2049. And it's not like a a lifetime achievement kind of award either. It's like Blade Runner 2049 is gorgeous. Um, So he deserved it all the way, and it was just nice to see him finally win.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Aaron and I guessed that one. (laughs) And then we move on to something, uh, to production design, which we all guessed correctly as well, with The Shape of Water. I mean... Yeet. Come on. (laughs) It was going to be The (laughs) Shape... Like, a lot of these were, like, fairly obvious, but it was good they won. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, yeah, it's going to be The Shape of Water, but that's the one that deserves to win, so... I'm not gonna be mad if it, you know, isn't a surprise. <clears throat> and then we get uh, original song, Aaron taking another point for a lead, guessing the Coco song. Yeah, wasn't what? my preferred pick, but no, it was the right pick. Um, so that was the first time I've ever heard the Greatest Showman song,
2: and it sucks. It, yeah it's horrible that was that was like the one i was rooting against yeah like what, it is what,
1: what was the greatest showman song again it's the, called this, this is, is me, me one oh so like all i have a lot of friends who like are saying that the greatest showman is a phenomenal movie and how it's the best soundtrack ever and like literally any time i've been driving with him in the past two months i have listened to that song it's been the most annoying thing of like, my entire life. Yeah,
0: it's like straight up a high school musical song.
1: Yeah, like, no wonder they love like it. It
0: has the same lyrical integrity, the same, I, I guess, progression, the same sort of obvious manipulative rises and falls. It's just like, really,
2: guys? We we want this? Like, okay. I didn't really like the... Uh... Mudbound song, either. Like, I hadn't heard that one before. I was like, I, yeah. These lyrics are so on the nose. They are, but Mary J. Blige is amazing.
0: Like, her voice is great. She, yeah, she's a, she's yeah. a good singer. Yeah, I yeah. just think the lyrics were just like, I, yeah, no, I agree. Every cliche possible. And I think this was a very, not weak year, but it was a very sparse year for best original song. It was like, oh. You okay. know, I,
2: I gave the errand to uh, the bye-bye man, Yeah. so I think that's evidence evidence enough that weren't enough <laughs> options. <laughs> yeah, and I gave
0: points, I, I wanted uh, Mystery of Love to win from Call Me By Your Name, which I really enjoy that song, I really think yeah. Shuf and Stevens, it's a great song, but my hang-up was like, it it does not fit with the movie. Like, it just doesn't feel like it belongs there. So, like, I can understand not voting for that. Coco is really the only one that is like, this is a good song, and, you know, it fits with the movie. So, here we go.
2: I don't know. And then we got that great bit where uh, the music was going to play the guy off, and then he's just like, this is for my, like, dead father or whatever. And they're like, wait, nope. No, it was his dead mom. (laughs) And it was like, can't do dead mom. Can't do
0: dead mom. (laughs) And they're like, okay, everyone cut it off. Everyone cut it off. Yeah, so original song. That was an interesting category this year. Even the Coco performance was like, ooh, it started out a little rough. You could tell he was nervous, and then it like got to him. It was better. Uh, best original screenplay. We all guessed Get Out, because we knew that's where they were going to throw him the bone. And man, Jordan Peele's, speech was very uh inspirational like he's he he just just seems like a good guy and i'm i'm here for that seeing him and chelsea peretti walking on the red carpet i was like hashtag goals (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah uh writing adapted screenplay uh aaron and i guessed call me by your name and that was correct Call it by the right name. The winning one. Which, that was kind of an interesting category this year. It was like, it was either... No, it was just going to be Call Me By Your Name. (laughs) I was like, I I could see a case for Molly's Game. They like Aaron Sorkin. But, even still, it was the only one nominated for Best Picture that also had Best Adapted Screenplay. It was like, alright. Foreign Language Film... Now, I didn't write down what we guessed. I don't think we voted on this one on the podcast. I chose the right
2: one. We must have.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. I don't either. I chose the winner. Okay. Well, we'll I, see. I will take well, a point. Let's see if it even comes down to a one-point game. <laughs> and then if it does, I'll go no, back don't have and listen. We'll to go back to
2: that podcast. We're going to yeah, yeah. play the podcast on the podcast. Yeah. To find out who wins, Yeah. Yeah. Alright, uh, short documentary. That's a point
0: for Jacob when he guessed Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405. Just seemed like something the Academy would vote for, I, I don't know. Uh, documentary feature, Icarus somehow won. <laughs> They're, like, playing these clips from all these documentaries, and then Icarus was about, like, doping in Russia, and I'm like, oh, that's definitely not going to win. Oh, shoot, I voted for that. And then,
2: they're like, Icarus. I'm like, whoa, oh, okay. I'm telling you, it was it was that Olympics timing. They just... I guess, that's yeah. That's what convinced them.
0: Uh, then we move on to best animated feature film. We all guessed Coco. Was it ever going to be anything other than Coco?
2: Can I change my vote to the boss baby the boss baby (laughs) the boss baby are you sure the boss baby the The oscar nominated film the boss baby someone was like i really hope boss baby wins just because i want to hear oscar
0: isaac say boss baby on live television (laughs) oh my god mark hamill probably had the best joke of the night where he's just like, oh, God, oh, don't say La La Land. <laughs> just like, like, it was like a joke about last year that wasn't so like, ham-fisted and forced. And just Mark Hamill, it was Ew. just funny because it was Mark Hamill. I don't know, it was very good. Um, best Director, Guillermo del Toro. Getting a long overdue win in this category. Is this his first one for best director? Yeah, Yeah, first one. First Oscar ever, right? Did it? Did Pan's Labyrinth even win best foreign language film? Did did the the, I can't talk. Did Pan's Labyrinth win best foreign film even? I don't remember. It probably didn't. Let's just be honest. They don't like (laughs) movies like that, but um.
2: But they they kind of do.
0: I guess now, yeah. As soon as a woman has
1: sex with a fish, then they're like, "Okay, fish now it's art." Pushes them over. <laughs> they're like, "Now this is art." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is what the people want. We didn't ask for this. Oh, I know. This is what we want. This.
0: Um, I mean, I kind of, I didn't ask for it, but as soon as it happened, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, then Allison Janney won for Itania, surprising no one. Although I wanted Laurie Metcalf to win. So bad. <laughs> Laurie Metcalf is amazing. I think Allison Janney is also great in her role. But Laurie Metcalf is just the heart and soul of that movie. And and I guess the difference is that Allison Janney is the hatred and bile of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we were just looking for different things. But Aaron got that one. Uh, and then we're coming down to the final ones. Actress in a leading role, Frances McDormand, again su- surprising no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, even when it happened, I was like, "Oh my God, Margot Robbie!" I wanted Margot Robbie to win at that point because her performance in I, Tanya, is just absolutely fantastic. Um, but as soon as she won, I was like, "I can't even. I can't even be upset about this. She's so great." And just as a person she, just her whole speech and everything it was just very probably the best speech of the night she just had this like nervous energy to her that felt so real and she just seems like a very genuine person which was it's yeah, always nice it was, to see people like that win it was
2: like weird because it's like the, it's the expected winner And usually, when you get that, it's like they already know what they're going to say because they're like, yeah, even I know I'm the expected (laughs) winner. But yeah, but she was
0: making, she was nervous because she was making kind of a bigger wave. She was, she had something to say, something to push while she was up there. And it was like, good for her, man. She was awesome. And I'm not going to complain. When I get to see one half of the Coen brothers in an Oscar telecast <laughs> sitting there and she's thanking him. And I'm like, oh, love is real, everyone. <laughs> so, you know, um, Aaron and I got that one. I think I already marked that. Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, actor in a supporting role. Sam Rockwell <laughs> from Three Billboards. Yup. Aaron's the only one who guessed it. I thought, you know, actor is where they usually want to shake it up, but not this year.
1: I don't think I saw three billboards until after I voted. Yeah, it. you didn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
2: and yeah, I can't
0: argue with that, Aaron. You've seen it now, and I'm pretty sure you you agree. Um, yeah,
2: I, I think it was deserved.
0: Yeah, I would give it to Richard Jenkins in second place. Don't know why Woody Harrelson was nominated. Just really don't. But whatever. Uh, maybe acting, not. Really. <laughs> it's fine. I just think maybe there were other people we could have nominated instead. Like Army Hammer <laughs> for Call Me By Your Name and not two from three billboards, but it's so whatever. Um, actor in a leading role, Gary Oldman. Again, surprising no one, even though I did not vote for it. You didn't vote for him? I. I was like, maybe they're gonna shake it up. The Oscars love Daniel Day Lewis. I thought maybe they'd give it to him, but
2: yeah, but he has Oscars. So. Yeah, the only way, but it was his last performance. They... Well, maybe he'll come. They, they want—they're trying to motivate him to come back. Oh, okay. Like, oh, maybe the maybe Academy so insane. selfish. Yeah. I love um. It.
0: Aaron won, by the way. Um. Again this year. Because none of us guessed best picture, um. So, best picture. Wait, where did you guys water? fall? I guessed Lady Bird. David guessed Get Out. Aaron, you guessed Three Billboards. Right. Um. But I, I mean, I'm completely happy with The Shape of Water having won. Like, yeah. There are very few movies I'd rather see Lady Bird lose to, and that GIF of Greta Gerwig going. I love him <laughs> when Guillermo del Toro was on stage is my new favorite gift of all time. <laughs> it's like, if she's okay, I'm okay. And they did not
2: <laughs> split best.
1: I know. Director yeah. That's or... what,
2: that's what threw me off. I thought they and... were going to split it. I thought they were that's too. That's a big
1: debate always. Like, cause you guys are even like, Oh, they got split it this year. Like, do it this way. But they didn't split it. They did best picture.
0: First year since Birdman 2014. No Birdman, they
2: split it, didn't they?
0: What won Best Picture then? Birdman won Best Picture, and I'm pretty sure.
2: No, because Inarritu won. Inarritu didn't win until The Revenant.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. What got Best Director in 2014? I don't. Obviously, it wasn't that good. (laughs) So, Aaron, what are your what are your thoughts from um, just the just the Oscars in general this
2: year? I I thought it was a pretty. Boring ceremony. Yeah. filled with a lot of exciting wins. Like they were all the expected wins for the most part. There weren't like any surprises. There were no. There was no point where I was angry. Like last year when the best song went to the Spectre song. That was last year. Was two that years, years That was yeah, two yeah. years ago at this point. But there's nothing where I was yelling at the TV screen. And you weren't tilted. I,
1: like, I want to see the air until
2: the Han... <laughs> Aaron, he
0: did win for Birdman. They didn't he split did. it. He won two years in a row. That was the
2: oh, that's why.
0: Yeah, that that's why. Okay, came up with like that. Okay, that's rightfully why so that because he, he directed Robodan. the crap out of Birdman. So like, I'd be kind of upset if he didn't win till Revenant. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I was not impressed with uh. What's his name? Jimmy Kimmel Jim this Kimmel? year. He, he did was... not
2: seem like he was trying, anything. Really.
0: No, not at all. Last year, I thought he had at least quite a few good jokes, and he had a couple this time. The one where he was like, uh, Timothy is missing Paw Patrol to be here was really good. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, I became such a Timothy Shlomay stan last night just watching him. Like, he is... Just looks like he's loving life, man. I can't even argue with that. It's just like, I want to see him succeed. Um, and oh. he, like, brought his mom, and his mom was, like, super excited, too. She's like, oh, my God. I watched The Red Carpet because that's who I am. <laughs> and uh, I got to say, if I got to make a red carpet observation, Michael Strahan should not be interviewing people. He's not good. And I'm sorry. He's probably a genuine guy. But, he was interviewing Daniel Kaluuya, and it was like, so, uh, so, like, the the movie, the movie you're in, that one, so, like, so, like, do you think it's always good? Do you think it'll always be good? And Daniel Kaluuya's like, you're talking about, like, the movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It'll, uh (laughs) uh-huh. He just looked so confused. And then, thank God. Did he mean to? Like, say something like, its relevance will, like, continue. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, it's not something
2: that's just tied to this (laughs) specific year kind of thing. If he did, he
0: couldn't have asked it in, like, a more offensive, like, your movie's good, but, like, will it always be
2: good (laughs) kind of way? To be fair, the Oscars are frequently awarding films. They're like, yeah, they're they're good, but they don't have any lasting impact. But Get Out, it's not. It's not one of those at all.
0: No.
2: (laughs) Um... And then,
0: thank God, Tiffany Haddish came up and, like, saved the whole, like, mini interview there. She went up too early because she was being interviewed next. And she just goes up and she's just dancing. And then Michael Strahan looks really confused. And he's like, what's going on? (laughs) And then, basically, they, her and Daniel Kaluuya just, like, stole the interview (laughs) from Michael Strahan. It was so funny. (laughs) She
2: should have just... She should
0: have hosted. She should. I I swear to God. If her and Maya Rudolph don't host next year, I'll be very upset. Because they were the (laughs) best part of the entire show. Just so much energy and life in both of them. It's like... And yet we got Jimmy Kimmel up here. (laughs) Who, for what it's worth, was very respectful of a lot of things. And didn't try to make off-color jokes or anything. Which I was kind of expecting. I'm like, uh-oh, how many jokes about Harvey Weinstein are we going to get? And then there was, like, one that wasn't even really a joke. It was like, hey, that's a horrible thing that happened this year. And I'm like, alright, I gotta give them points, honestly.
2: It's, <laughs> it's, uh... Love to see it. Yeah, it definitely felt like an awkward year where they were trying to, like, kind of Mm-hmm. avoid being too... Like, the, the the ceremony itself, like, not the the people who won and got up and gave, like, their own speeches and everything, but, like, the ceremony itself was trying, like, visibly, they were visibly desperate to, like, avoid controversy.
1: And it didn't work.
0: You remember the moment... It's like when you try...
1: Oh. <laughs> no, go for it, go for it. I was gonna say, like, it's like when you try to, like, avoid a situation, but by avoiding a situation, you're bringing more like, attention to that specific situation that you're specifically trying to avoid. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's like, it wasn't all right, that, yeah. all right, we can't talk about this, guys. Guys, we're going to talk, like, not about this specific thing, but, like, let's not talk about it, but let's do something different, but talk about this, like... Uh... You remember that great
0: moment from the Golden Globes when Natalie Portman just went no bars held and it just was, like... She was, like, uh, here are the all-male nominees. Just, like, deadpan. And then Emma Stone tried to do it, and it was like, no, Emma Stone, (laughs) like, I read someone who was like, this is one of the most inclusive years for Best Director ever, like, I don't think you can be throwing this much shade, (laughs) it's like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I see where she's coming from, but also, I don't know, it was a little weird to me, I was like, ooh, I love you, Emma, but please don't do this right now. Um... (laughs) Yeah. And then Greta Gerwig and Lord Dern walked up holding hands to announce an award and Well my heart melted a little bit, I'll say that much. Um mm-hmm. I love them both so much. And it was just a nice moment. I don't know. Alright, well, that's really the Oscars this year. I don't I don't know what else to say. Uh except for Then, of course, join us again next year where we're going to probably have Aaron win again because I try and take some risks in voting, and those do not work out (laughs) unless I would have went Shape of Water. Then it would have. I'm going to vote
2: Blockers all the way through. Oh, my God. Is that Uh, the new meme? John Cena (laughs) for Best Actor. Oh, my God. Whoever else is in that
1: movie for Best Actor. I just saw the trailer for that. It looks great. I I don't know how I feel. This is just. It looks great. mm, It looks really
0: fun. Looks like a good movie. Good for everyone. Good for the family. Take your kids. We're all going to go get blocked tonight. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say when I go see it. I'm like, oh, I'm getting blocked tonight. I'll tell you what, boys. (laughs) Let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. Probably the biggest week since uh, either November or October. Yeah, December did have big ones, didn't it?
2: The post-Christmas week was pretty big.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So I even excluded one because I'm like, what do we have to say about this? So here we go. Wrinkle in Time. Which the Oscars so graciously interrupted the broadcasting, bring us a big advertisement for got, *A Wrinkle get in Time*. That
2: cross we got the <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, we got the ABC, we got the Black Panther jokes, we got the mm-hmm. Wrinkle in Time*. You know, it's all just coming together.
1: Yeah, really. Uh, coming up Disney. Oh, so I'm not really hyped for this movie. Like I know a lot of people are.
3: I don't know.
0: I'm considerably more hyped for it than any of the other past live-action Disney movies.
2: I'm kind of wary about it right now, whereas like, I've read the book and I enjoy the book, mm-hmm. but it's a very difficult book to adapt, mm-hmm. and so I'm kind of wary. I'm like, can they actually do it? Well, and the early word
0: on it is very 50-50, it's like, right. some people are like, I loved it. Some people are like, what happened? <laughs> like, how did this happen? Ava, Ava DuVernay, talented director. What happened is what I've seen some people say. And I don't know, man. I I just know that... Remember when Tomorrowland came out? Yeah. And everyone hated it. And I saw it like three times in theaters. <laughs> Because there's something about live-action Disney movies, when they're done right, that can just capture that, like, 8, 10, 13-year-old kid again. And that's what Tomorrowland did for whatever reason. Like, it was just, like, this big moment where I was like, man, this feels like I'm a kid again watching a movie. And I hope Wrinkle in Time can hopefully give me that feeling, even if it's not a good movie. That's all I'm really looking for For, for from it. Um,
1: I mean, when you go into a movie thinking, I'm not looking for a good movie, does that movie fail?
0: No, because that's not what I'm asking from it.
1: I mean, I, I feel like as a movie goer, I should always want a good, if I, like, I don't think I ever want to go see a bad movie unless it's, Unless I have to see one bad movie to to keep up the The status quo. <laughs> the status quo of Fantastic Four to the Mummy to Right. The mummy. Right. right. <laughs> well so, what's the I
0: bad mean, one this year? I don't know. <laughs> there's no like warning signs for any of these movies yet. I don't know. I don't That's not forgetting one. Um but I don't know. I just I think there's something to be said for that childhood innocence that a film can bring you. So if I get to feel like an innocent child for 2 years or for 2 years two for t- it's 2 years long 2 hours again this week i'll be okay with that
2: yeah i'm um, I, I might go see it i might not it depends on whether it's playing at the uh, local theater for me but it probably will it
0: seem it's a disney movie it's going <laughs> to be yeah, everywhere yeah. but See Annihilation first, um, but that's. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mm. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all we have to say about Wrinkle in Time. Uh, So, I just want to finally mention for the Oscars that bit where they went to the theater, just as staged as last year, not as cringy as last year, at least. Gal Gadot was, it was pretty
2: funny. The, the people they brought with them, like mm-hmm. having Guillermo del Toro and uh, Mark Hamill the Guillermo and... who shows up on Kimmel. I don't know his full name. But... Guillermo,
0: meet Guillermo.
2: <laughs> that was a really that, good moment. That was, that was a good moment.
0: God, Guillermo was just having the time of his life, life last night. I was just so happy for him. Um, all right, so strangers, pray at night. So like
2: sequel to yeah. It's a sequel, yeah. Yeah. So so Dave or or Jacob, you picked the the strangers for bad movie of the week one week.
0: I hate the strangers. The strangers is actual garbage. (laughs) Like it's one of the worst home invasion films I have ever seen. Have you seen? I mean the
1: whole, the whole. I have seen Hush. Now was just a weird statement, like, oh, the worst home invasion film. I've ever, like, that's a whole category, the fact that people enjoy home invasion film. It's yeah, like, home 50. invasion
0: films is are great, because there's, like, this... Ooh. There's this... Ooh. There's this reality to it. Like, you can watch Blair Witch, and it's like, okay, I just... I guess I just won't go in those woods then. But, like, home invasion is, like, this real fear that, like, it could happen to you at any
2: moment. It's, like, <laughs> original... trailer for the first Strangers freaked me out as a kid. Me too! Like, the whole, like, why are you doing this? Because you were home. Like, that gave me nightmares for years. Yeah, me too.
0: Dude, I was... Maybe that's why I hate the Strangers so much. Because... For some, I think we might have even talked about this on the podcast, but for some godforsaken reason, they played a trailer for The Strangers on a Nick at Night once, <laughs> and I was just watching George Lopez, and then all of a sudden, The Strangers well, George, trailer plays. George
1: Lopez is a scary situation. Either, I guess so. <laughs>
0: but they play that trailer, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm scared for the rest of my life now. Great. But the sequel looks like it's having some fun, at least. That's, like, the one good thing I can say about anything in the Strangers universe is that the sequel looks like it's having fun. It has some color to it. It has, like, something like the whole, I think we're alone now. Like, that whole use of that song in the trailer, I'm like, okay, maybe they're going a different direction with this. Because the Strangers, more than anything, is boring, from the way it's shot to the conversations that the characters have. Just everything is so boring. And then I'm like, well, this one has some neon. It has some, some good music. It has, I don't know. I'm, I'm staying optimistic about this one.
2: Are you guys going mean, to watch The
0: Strangers before this one?
2: I'm going to try to see. The if, I can acquire, if I can acquire it, where yep. would you... The original Strangers was on HBO for a while, but they took it off. So mm, you know. got to make them pay so they can see the sequel. Yep. But uh, I won't see the um, sequel in definitely not in theaters. But I'll I'll catch it on DVD when yeah if, if if I see the first one first.
0: I was gonna say if you're looking for like a voodoo <coughs> Strangers, you're never gonna get it, Aaron. I'm not giving the money for the Strangers. Um. Especially because, like, most based-on-real-stories movies are at least, like, ghosts that were if someone believes in that. It's like, I guess I could see how this is possible. But The Strangers, who's just like, oh, yeah, one time when I was a kid, there were these people knocking on doors, seeing if anyone was home, and then robbing the house. And then they would leave. And that's what The Strangers is, based on a true story. <laughs> like... I guess. Technically you're right, but whatever. So the one I'm most excited for this week is Thoroughbreds. Got that that biting dark humor. That's what I'm looking for. Um Anya Taylor Joy. Great actor. I guess I'm I guess I'm interested. I don't think I've seen a trailer for this. It's uh it's it's twisted. <laughs> That's definitely the point. I'm about though. it. Um, and also, oh, who's the other girl? I don't. She looks somewhat familiar. Olivia Cook is her name. Right. She's been in Ready Player One. She's from
2: Batesville College and, and Ready Player One. That that might be the big. I don't think
0: so. That one at least looks fun. Does it? Fun in like a fun look? in like a let's see all the references kind of way, <laughs> you know? But is that really fun? No, but it'll at least keep you engaged enough to keep watching. Anyway, thoroughbreds. Anton Yelchin. Yes. May he rest in peace. His final film role is this really his final film role this is oh, his final one so sad well at least it looks like it's a good movie yeah yeah um god it's so sad that anton yelchin's gone he's such a good he's he was nice. such a good actor
2: yep
0: um when they showed the little clip of him as scotty and at in star trek at the oscars i was like
2: damn
0: Like, just, he's gone. And that's so sad. Him in Green Room is, like, one of the most... Just... Portrays the intense pain of watching your arm get mangled. And, like, (laughs) only Anton Yelchin could have. Um, so, I mean, it's just another reason to be excited about this movie, I guess. Not excited, but, like, another reason to watch it, I guess. Um... Yeah, anyway, that was a sad discussion. Let's move on. <laughs> um, let's see. Sorry, I had the list pulled up, but then I was looking at the cast list for Thrill Cuts. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to see this movie,
3: The
2: Hurricane Heist. And I'm only oh, yeah. going to see it because... This
0: dumpster of a movie? Do you know who made this movie, Aaron?
2: uh the director of the fast and
0: furious no 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 i mean production company the people who okayed this who greenlit it who is it well let's see it's the company that makes a ripoff of every movie now uh specifically phoenix forgotten who let's make a ripoff of uh blair witch Oh, then let's, like, make a ripoff movie of every shark movie ever with 47 Meters Down. Oh, how about Friend
2: Request, which is just a rip-off of uh, Unfriended. I I totally thought that this had to be universal as well, because they're using the same font. Yeah. It's the Fast and Furious font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that's what they did with 47 Meters Down. Yep. They stole the Jaws font. Yep.
0: And that's what this company does. Phoenix Forgotten stole everything from Blair Witch, where it's even not even recognizable as a different movie than Blair Witch. I swear you could cut footage in from the two <sighs> movies, and you'd be like, oh, I'm watching the same thing. So that's where we're at with this company. I really just despise their business practices in everything they stand for as a company like how can they just i mean i know how they justify it to themselves they made money on 47 meters down to where they're going to make 46 meters down which is backwards guys but it's it's less it.
2: intense than the last one <laughs> 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 there's not even sharks in that one they're just kind of like Ooh. being the people who are too scared to go see 47 mm-hmm. meters down. You know? Mm-hmm. We gotta we got rope in that audience. They just...
0: Have no standards. Absolutely not. They're like, let's what, just ride the coattails of everyone else's success. What standards do you
2: need beyond... There's a hurricane. And there's a heist. During the hurricane. What What more do you want out of a movie? You got, you got a hurricane? Mm-hmm. You got cars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got some famous actors, mm-hmm. I think. Some, you mean B list? B list? Famous yeah.
0: actors. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need, yeah. I guess. Toby Kebbell is probably their biggest get. <laughs> and when Toby Kebbell's your biggest get, <laughs> your fan four stick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we also have Maggie Grace because she's not doing lost anymore and I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what she's been up to recently, but taken she's not in taken anymore. So I guess she's just going to do, do this. I don't know. I really don't know. Anyway, uh yeah, Hurricane
2: heist looks um well awful. Yeah. I will not see this. But I will see the inevitable sequel. Yeah. For sure. 100% okay. guaranteed. Going to watch that sequel. Uh, two Hurricane, two Heist, whatever they call it. Um, I mean,
0: Dude, I don't give doubt it. that they would have the guts to do that. I really think they would. Because this company does not care what anyone else thinks about them. It's horrible. Um, I just hate it. I hate that. And I'm I'm part of the problem, because I'm going to go see this movie, just because I have this, like, Feud with this company now. That being said, if you want to hire me, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to Gringo, a movie I've seen the trailer for several times before. Several I have different not movies. I've seen the trailer for this. It, it's interesting. It's nothing special. No, it's not. But I feel like I needed to talk about it because it is um, very prominent in uh the way it's being pushed at at least our at at our local theater um david oyelowo which this is the role where i was like oh he's trying to be a comedian that's why i casted him in 50 50 shades of gray 51st dates Charlize theron joel edgerton who hates critics now amanda seyfried um and yeah charlotte copley and Charlton Copley looks like the only enjoyable part of this movie. Guess what? He was the only enjoyable part of... <laughs> What's the other one? Oh, God. What was he just in two years ago?
2: Hardcore Henry?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the only enjoyable part of that, too. So I don't doubt that he'll be at least interesting in this. Um, I don't know, man. I just wanted to mention it. I think it looks like... Whatever.
1: I think it looks really weird. I'm not about it. I get a weird vibe whenever I watch the trailer. Yeah. Mm. It looks like they
0: are digging for comedy, if that makes sense. It's like, this is kind of funny. And then they put it in the trailer, and it's like, whoa, that's your best? Oh, God. Oh, my. Okay. And Amanda Seyfried is, like, not in the trailer except for one shot. So it's like, did you get Amanda Seyfried for one day and was like, okay. Okay. You're in the movie now.
2: I don't know, man. I'll have to watch the trailer.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's whatever. Uh, I just want to point out something from last week. Where we said Death Wish was going to be awful. (laughs) And we were very on the nose on that one. Um, For a hot second, it was sitting at 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) It's up to a thirteen now, guys. So that means it's better than we expected, which is still pretty sad. Uh, yeah. So Eli Roth, uh, get better at making
2: movies. Yeah, not gonna happen. But yeah. No, no. He
0: seems to be d- doing his own thing. He seems very happy with himself. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, he
2: remade. His first movie with the same exact script. He didn't change What all. did he I mean, do? I, I think he just produced the remake or whatever. What was it? Uh, Cabin Fever. Oh, okay. They really? Remade the movie. Oh, wow. Didn't change the script at all. Not a single
0: line. You know, sometimes when a movie is old enough, some of the things you need to be changed in the script. <laughs> and if something nah. tells me that an Eli Roth script. From 20 years ago, probably needed to be updated. (laughs) That would be my guess. Um, Anyway, let's move on. To the what have you been watching
3: segment this week.
0: Uh, Well, I have some shared movies between both Aaron and David. So why don't you go first? All right. David. Let's talk so little spoilers that nothing is given away. Because Aaron needs to go in about as blind as possible in this movie. You know, for just, annihilation. just go
1: see
0: Annihilation. Yeah, yeah, holy yeah. Holy balls. Holy balls. We can say that. That's <laughs> okay to say holy on the podcast.
1: That's, <laughs> I, was, I was searching. That, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, My goodness. You found it. I was searching for those holy balls, and I found them. <laughs> Yeah, now they're just in my hands. I just want to move them around. Okay,
0: all right. Now you're getting too far, David. This is a family show. <laughs> um, Yeah, Annihilation is... It, it's movie of the year. I actually moved it down from number one. What
2: did and... you see? Is Put... Paddington 2? It's
0: Paddington 2, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Paddington 2 is... Absolutely, one of
1: the greatest films of
0: all time.
1: There. Oh, crap. There's a fun fact that I Mm -hmm. want
0: to tell. Think about it. Think about it and bring it up when you remember it. (laughs) No, no, no. So, Annihilation. I I don't
1: know if I should say it, though. Aaron, can you take out your headphones?
0: No, should we? No, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Aaron's going to take out his headphones. If you don't want any spoilers at all for Annihilation, probably skip ahead like 30 seconds.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. So, Jay. Mm-hmm. The same people who made the bear in Paddington Two, yeah. also made the bear in Annihilation. <laughs> okay. okay, so then, well, listen to this. So Paddington, Paddington is the name of a bear after this like beautiful like station in like London, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they named the bear in Annihilation. The ugly it's like, oh, <laughs> no. so I it like the ugliest trade station. Oh my god. <laughs> I but I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like literally the same people who made panic Game made this bet. That.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Thank you oh for god. that piece of info You're there. You're
1: welcome. You're welcome.
0: That would make so sen- so much sense because it looked so good. And Paddington, like, looks, like, really good in the movie, too. So, uh, yeah, Annihilation, man. Um, it is one of the trippiest, most fever... Uh, again, I said in my letterbox review, I'm like, I'm going to use a cliche here, because it's really the only way I can describe it. It is a fever dream. Like, especially when you're nearing the uh, 20 minutes from the end mark. Um, it's,
1: it's movie of the year. It's, it's movie of the year. And <laughs> I could it's see phenomenal. it...
0: Yeah, I could see it moving up for me too to number one, but like I need to see it again. Like I need to like really. And, and I was looking up like,
1: you said like all these different things. I was like, oh my God. Yeah.
0: Like, I knew. I, I knew. Like, as soon as I, like, knew this movie was happening, I know you had seen Ex Machina and you really liked Ex Machina. I'm like, David's going to love this movie. Because it's I right agree. up your alley. It is, it is something special, and <laughs> I'm glad
1: you agree. This movie. Um.
0: <laughs> also, when you see Annihilation, you need to listen back to what David just told me.
2: Because it is amazing. <laughs> Am I, like, not allowed to listen to this podcast until I've seen it? Well, we we it's like like light
0: spoilers but also i just want you to not know anything going into this movie um because it that is the best way to watch it i knew so very little going in um just like some random shots from like trailers and stuff that people had posted on twitter and just a Full bodied terror as the way I think I like And it's not a horror
1: movie, but my god I I was was so stressed out like (laughs) I had to remember. I was like, oh, calm down, calm down. I was like, literally, I was like, breathe, breathe down. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's I love when in a movie I'm sitting there and then like Either the movie ends or like a scene's over, and I just feel like all attention leave my body. I'm like, wow, I was really invested in that. And that happens several times in Annihilation. Um, my only complaint really would be that the dialogue isn't like the best.
2: Like, it's, it's no uh, Paddington 2. It's no Paddington 2. I'm, you, uh,
1: you're, Aaron, you're, you're when you see you.
0: Paddington 2, you are going to be so happy with that movie. No, um, go see
1: Annihilation first. Don't...
0: Well, Paddington 2 is not even in theaters anymore. Don't worry, Aaron. I will be getting the Paddington 2 movie collection <laughs> as soon as possible because they really are the greatest films that have been made in several years. If, um, if I need to
1: Venmo you like $3, Aaron, so you can uh, go see this movie, I will Venmo you like $3. $3,
0: I'm
1: hoping... $3 for
2: my Three... New York movie ticket.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were <laughs> – either way, <laughs> New York or Pittsburgh, you're not <laughs> – um, that's three dollars that you don't have to spend on a ticket. That's a good point. Thank you, dude.
3: Yeah,
1: I could have
0: said two, but I was like, I'll give him <laughs> the fair shake at three. Um, yeah, uh, Annihilation is amazing. I think it's, I, I need to, like I said, I need to see it again for
1: sure. I gave it five, star, gave it five stars on um, letter. Great.
0: Da- David's skipping around a little bit because he is very far away right now. <laughs> He's on vacation, so that's why it's hard to hear him a little bit sometimes. So he gave it five stars on Letterboxd, though.
1: Indeed. It's um, movie of the year. Calling it, right. it It's getting an Oscar.
0: It probably will for visual effects. I think the visual effects are very, very good.
1: So, um. yeah, what else have you watched?
0: So. Aaron, it's time for us to talk about our shared movie. Yeah. The best mainstream comedy since this is the end. Game night, boys. (laughs) Game night is so good. So good. Don't you agree, Aaron?
2: So this wasn't one I was planning on seeing in theaters. Mm -hmm. But... When I got home for spring break, my dad was just like, oh, "Let's go out to the movies." And so we saw a Game <laughs> Night. It's alright. It's <sighs> it's alright. It's it has a lot of good jokes,
3: mm-hmm. a lot
2: of clever self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Got a good cast. Has some good directing going on it
0: does there's a really good one shot in this movie that is like an avengers one shot (laughs) almost like it's of that quality um but i just
2: i didn't think it was like above and beyond what i would have expected from a studio comedy
0: i guess i don't know i I don't
2: see the people saying like this is like a revolutionary comedy that you know Um, I i haven't ever seen a mainstream comedy this good for and anything I don't like, I'm not saying it's, it's that it's a pretty standard studio comedy
0: I'm saying it's the best in several years because <laughs> we've had some like <clears throat> some fairly bad ones especially last year I don't think there was a good comedy last year except for Girls Trip I have not seen Girls Trip yet I hear that's great so I can't talk bad about that one <clears throat> um, He hasn't even <laughs> seen Girls Trip he doesn't know um but just going in expecting very little from this movie expecting it's the same people who did vacation um expecting that from this movie and then getting this movie that is just funny on a different level than vacation i know that it's the meme that i like vacation i think it's a funny movie um But this is certainly better than that. Vacation is a guilty pleasure. I don't feel guilty about liking Game Night at
2: all. Um, No, I certainly liked it too. I think there were a a lot of really clever jokes. I don't know how many we want to actually reference on the podcast because i, I don't want to spoil none. any of them, i just want to yeah.
0: reference the one from the trailer
1: where no, the take, no take out your then take no out your take out your headphones
0: we made david do or we made aaron do it <laughs> <laughs> um is it,
2: is it the plane one with rachel mcadams the guy gets sucked into the oh that one engine. was really good yeah but no i
0: was thinking just more the whole sequence of events when he gets shot in the arm just when oh. it like becomes real, and the gun goes off, and he's just looking at his arm, and then there's just a hole, and then all of a sudden blood starts coming out, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I when I saw this movie, I was just rolling in the theater. Every single joke got me,
2: and I was just having such a good time,
0: and no one else in the theater was
2: like, "I like when we went." There were like two other people in the theater with us, mm-hmm. and they were like silent the entire time except for that part where he's being very vague here, but he's pushing the money across the table. (laughs) And they were just cracking. That's so good too, though. (laughs) Because it's just so drawn out. Like they were laughing so loud at just that scene. (laughs) And absolute silence. I don't understand that. (laughs) That
0: doesn't make sense to me because it's a really great scene. It's not like the funniest thing in the movie at all. But everything else is such... Not everything, but there's such a lot of... Such a lot of... There's quite a bit of, like, darker humor here. That I am surprised that this movie is making any money or getting, like, as good of reviews as it did or even credit or uh, audience for scores that it did. Because it's a very, like... There's some messed up stuff in this movie. But that's why, wow, what is happening
2: on David's end of the video? But Game Night, yeah. Game it Night. It ended up being so my confused. number three for the
0: year. so I think it's my number three, I'm too. Good movie. Uh, beat out Black Panther uh, without even that, a that's,
2: thought. That's just wrong. No, that's, it's not. That's just 100%. It's really not wrong. Wrong.
0: What's wrong, What's wrong about it? I don't get it. It's, it's not a better movie than Black Panther. Except it is though, so I, I didn't see any awful CGI or green screening in Game Night. It's really weird. The, you
2: know what? That doesn't mean it's a. I didn't
0: see any. Movie. I didn't see any poorly shot action in Game Night. It's really weird. I just saw a really beautiful one one shot that really just blew me away. I was really happy with it.
2: Do you? Do you want me to like <laughs> tear into
0: Game Night? I don't think you want to go down this. Path i'm just giving you a hard time uh no black panther will probably be raised above it because it is a better movie but game night was just such a a fun time i just enjoyed every every second of it um so it's once i once that like full body high like settles i think we'll uh we'll be good on that anyway uh i'm moving on to Itanya. Movie I actually finally got to see. I got to see it before the Oscars. I was very happy about that. Been wanting to. Um and this movie should have been nominated for Best Picture. I disagree. <laughs> David is back now, guys. Um No, Darkest Hour is again, I haven't seen Darkest Hour. But I have seeing, so I this movie. Anymore. Yeah, Dark after seeing Darkest Hour, not after, after knowing that Darkest Hour was nominated for Best Picture, I don't know how to talk. It's like you guys nominated two Dunkirk movies and didn't nominate Aitanya. <laughs> like
1: Well l- let me tell you a little fun fact about the Darkest Hour, oh, excuse me, Darkest Hour. Okay. The man who played Winston Churchill portrayed him. Yeah, one could say, he smoked twelve cigars a day on set, giving wow. him nicotine poisoning, putting him in the hospital while shooting the film.
0: Shooting the play, huh? <laughs> 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 uh yeah. Uh but a legend. But
1: I Tanya, is like. Did did, did she actually break any kneecaps? Who knows? Were, were they were they real life kneecaps? No. That's what I thought uh, anyway, That's uh, my
0: case. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to any of this. <laughs> um no, so I Tanya is amazing. I think Margot Robbie I was like Sally Hawkins best performance of the year. I, I believed that for a long time. Saw I Tanya Margot Robbie got the uh got the push from me. Um she just has this, like, really sharp comedic timing that is perfect. She has this great deadpan. But also, no one showed nearly as much emotion as she does in this movie. Her big scenes, they even show... The one scene they showed at the Oscars for when they were doing her performance... And that whole scene, it's long. The camera just focuses right on her. It does not move. And she just goes on this whirlwind of devastation and, uh, and just absolutely crushing emotions. And you believe every second of it. Um, she's fantastic in this movie. I think she would should have won. I really love Frances McDormand. But Margot Robbie, man, she is great in this i cannot wait to see more from her in just more movies because i mean it's so weird she started out in the wolf of wall street and it's like oh yeah margot robbie she's very pretty that's her role in the movie basically and then it was like oh now she's uh harley quinn and i was like oh weird but she's like fine as harley quinn i guess and then She's in this Oscar-nominated movie in an Oscar-nominated role, and she kills it. Absolutely. Also, want to point out, got a a bit of a hometown hero in this movie. I don't know if hero is the right... I don't know. He seemed... Like, uh, anyway. uh, But the pastor at the school church... School church. The school I went to, the church for that school the pastor's son is in this movie as the bodyguard for, um, for, I can't remember her name. Tanya, Tanya Harding. It's right in the name of the movie. <laughs> um, my God. <laughs> um, and I was like, Oh, I was like, that's so cool. He's in this movie. And like, you know, he's from my hometown. And I was like, Oh, it's just a small role. It's a big role. Like he has a lot to do. He's very funny. He has a lot of comedic lifting. I'm sure more probably more than anyone else in the movie. And uh I am very excited. I'm sure this role is going to open up a lot of doors for him. The only other thing I've ever seen him in, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So he has that love behind him too. He was the Juggalo kid <laughs> in Always Sunny. <laughs>
1: So what? What an iconic couple roles <laughs> this this kid has!
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah! So good for him. I'm excited for him. It's very awesome. Um, yeah. And then I watched Lady Bird again, and it devastated me even more than the first time I watched it. <laughs> to where I was crying. Can't even win
3: an Oscar though. <laughs> what a loser!
0: Like Aaron, you know the scene. I'm just gonna ignore it. <laughs> I'm like Tanya Harding. I skate better when I'm angry. <laughs> um, the scene that we talked about in the uh, best recap, picture recap yeah. with the pastor and when he's talking to Lady Bird's mom, mm-hmm. like that scene was so sad the first time. But this time, I just could not hold in tears. I was like, "This is so sad. Like, oh my god, it's so... Oh my god, this movie's amazing." Yeah. Uh it won every award at the best picture. <laughs> or oh, what's the Ricky Bobby quote? <laughs> it won the Academy Award for what? The best movie ever made. <laughs> so that's what Ladybird won. Uh yeah, and that's my that's my watch for this week. Except for Superstore, which is back. Had a pretty eh episode. This okay, week.
1: so like can I actually boo this because like Superstore sucks?
0: Superstore <laughs> does not suck. Um they all had right. a, they had a bit of a setup episode this week though, so I'm, I'm interested to see. On all the TV
1: shows, they say like are a waste of time and like don't matter and blah blah blah. You choose Superstore
0: to watch. I... Superstore is not a waste of time. Like it's a good show. It's funny. But
2: you know what? You could be watching. What? Atlanta. That's gonna take energy
1: from me, Aaron.
0: I'm gonna David, cry. David, I already David, know. Did you...
2: I,
3: yes,
0: I, I did not years.
1: watch it because I had a class from seven to ten, and I uh, but I recorded it. So you, you, we got We got to get back I, on this. I know, so. I know. I know. I'm. I'm so <laughs> salty that I could not watch Atlanta, and then, but it is recorded, and hopefully, because um, 'cause will be on. The, is it gonna be on this Thursday again? Yeah, so hopefully I'll be able to watch like right before and get catch both episodes. Yeah, right. Probably. Yeah, so that's the
2: that's the plan. Well, you should you should catch up because it's back, it's good as ever. I can't uh, wait. Great premiere! Dude, really dude, excited for this season. Even all the
1: trailers that I was watching, like, even the trailer on Instagram that I saw, I was like, oh wow! <laughs> like, Instagram like, trailer. It, it's 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 Robin season board. Like I do not even know what that means, but I'm I'm about it. Robin, oh, you you find out what it means.
2: Oh, real sure. quick.
1: <laughs> all right, hey, Aaron, do you want to take this time to continue what you watch?
2: Uh, I can. Uh, watched Game Night. Mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Watched three billboards outside of Missouri. Did a whole Best Picture recap on that, so you can go listen to that if you want my thoughts on it. They were kind of mixed. We had to like, work <laughs> through some things to uh, You Lacey and Yeah. Uh, watched two films from the AFI Top 100 this week. First up, one Lacey was really excited for me to get to on the waterfront.
0: So now I just want to call out the fact that you're taking all of my options for when we're done with Gateway to Cinema and we do the sequel series, or I give you a hundred movies, like this was one of them. I'm like, dang it, I've lost it.
2: It's gone. Yeah, I'm gonna watch all the good ones, and we'll be stuck with a uh, Halloween puppy and a Halloween stranger.
0: puppy. <laughs> wow, a deep cut from Aaron. <laughs> it's
2: two years ago now. <laughs>
3: <about> Halloween puppy. <laughs>
2: um yeah but uh on the waterfront great movie yeah very great great. great, uh great movie a great cast Mm -hmm. like all around like that's what motivated me to watch it was not only was it now available on tcm on demand so i could watch it but also uh what's her name eva marie eva marie saint yeah yeah, her presentation at the Oscars, where they also showed the clip of her or of her award-winning performance of this it's movie. I was so like, yeah, bad. I need to get around to that.
0: Her, and I just want to say, for 90 years old, she is still kicking. Yeah. Like, she seemed full of life and just, like, so excited. Like, mm-hmm. I was so excited to see her there. C- kind of because I thought she was dead. <laughs> and I'm like, she's still alive! Yes! <laughs> I'm like, thank God! Uh, anyway... Yeah, well, it just it's a how old is it now? <laughs> it's
2: uh, it's fifty four, so 54. like not fifty four years old, but nineteen fifty four is when it came out. So I think
0: it's I think it's okay for you to talk about a scene you really enjoyed. What's your favorite scene? What's my favorite scene, I,
2: I it's hard to pick a favorite yeah. scene because I just I really loved like the. The, the whole, like, big monologue scenes, like, even the ones I knew was coming, like, the whole, I could have been a contender speech, like, yeah. I, I already, like, knew that speech, mm-hmm. like, by heart, just because <laughs> it's quoted so often. Yeah. But it has such power in the film. I think a lot of people see that as, like, a
0: big, huge scene where he's like, I could have been a contender! Like, he's, like, screaming about it. But he, it's such a muted performance in that scene, where he's just, like, pleading with his brother. He's It's so emotionally powerful, that scene. I love it.
2: Um, and as you mentioned, the, uh, the scene with the priest. The priest in the boat. At the docks, yeah. Yeah. That scene is just
0: crazy good. I can't even <laughs> believe how good that scene is. And uh, my favorite, like, weird choice, but that works so well, is when... Marlon Brando's character uh, takes the Ava Marie Saint character off to tell her about her brother, and you just hear
2: the oh, horn drowned out by like yeah. the horns. Yeah, yeah. that was so a good. really well directed scene.
0: I was like, man, I, oh, that's so good. Uh, I did not appreciate that as much on the first time. I'm like, well, what's happening? And then seeing it again, I was like, oh, good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you loved it. I'm very excited. I, I, I did love it. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's one of my favorites from this list. From this AFI mm-hmm. list, like this is one that definitely deserves to be on there. Good. Well, it's because it's a great movie, and also because it has that whole kind of American attitude, like, you know, like, the standing up against corruption, the Mm -hmm. singular pursuit of justice, even though apparently T-Sam was talking about, like, the backstory (laughs) about it, and, like, how, you know, it was actually a response to him giving up names to the American (laughs) community. I, you
0: know, that's one of those things that's, like, that is such a cowardly, horrible thing to do. But it's still a good message, if that makes sense. Right, it's a good right. message that he used for
2: evil. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I don't like, know. it's just like he had the message right. Mm-hmm. He's just applying it to the wrong situation. <laughs> like, exactly. Not looking at the right corrupt institution there. Right, right. Oh, uh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other phone from the list I watched uh, The Best Years of Our Lives. Mm, were they? It was actually better than I expected. Because this is another film that I saw the runtime and I was like, oh, it's three hours. I'm going to hate this. This is going to be a dragged watch. Yeah. But it actually was pretty uh, good. Because it's basically, it's basically just about uh, these three veterans returning home after World War II ends. And them just like, trying to adjust to civilian life. Mm-hmm. So it has a lot of material to cover because it's working through all three of their lives and like their struggles to readjust and everything. But, mm-hmm. at what year did this come out? Not too long after the war actually ended. It okay. was late forties. So, how oh man? I keep
0: thinking about our Casablanca discussion. And how he yeah. talked about like this was came out during World War Two. They didn't know how this war was going to end, and then right. to see a movie like this that came out that was just like right after the war. It's film is just so amazing and beautiful in that way that it, like it stands through these huge world events, and like mm-hmm. there films just shaped by the world, and like that's oh god, I just have these nerdy yeah. moments every once in a while. And I'm like oh, there's so actually
2: cool. uh, there's this character in the film who. Uh, Lost both his hands in uh, combat, and mm-hmm. they actually hired a veteran who had lost both of his hands wow. in the war. So, and so he was a non-professional actor, but he was nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for his role, wow. even though he had never acted before in LinkedIn accents. And fun fact, he is the only person to have ever sold his Oscar <laughs> he was able to do it before they outlawed that. Oh my God! Nice. Uh... But. He actually gives Wait, what do you video. mean
1: outlaw that? Like did the there's, academy there's... just make it illegal or did like yeah, the, is it an actual law?
2: No, the academy just has rules now that you can't sell your award. Or also
1: be kicked out. What happens if you like break the rule? Do they just take it back? I'm like, oh it's not yours anymore. I, I think
2: they'll just like sue you if you like try to put it up for auction or something. Mm. Like if you like try to like just do it like under <laughs> under the table, like hey, give me a hundred bucks, bro. A hundred dollars for an Oscar? That's what you're going
0: rate as? <laughs> okay, now if Aaron ever wins an Oscar, I know a hundred dollars will that's, be what it takes to get price. it off of That's them.
1: my price. All right. I heard going to so many Oscars they're going to be like paperweights yeah, yeah. 100 bucks I just kind of take it off my hands he's
2: going to be the reverse Leo DiCaprio <laughs> okay uh, so yeah enjoyed that film uh, last thing I wanted to mention watched an interesting film this week because I there's this streaming service called Movie. I guess I, I don't know if you guys have heard of this I need to get this? on Mubi they, yeah, what is they're it? giving out free subscriptions now yeah two people who are in film school and i'm like well i'm not oh, technically really? in film school no but i'm either. taking a film class so i like tried to sign up for it and i got it i have a free subscription now so mm-hmm. so what kind of movies is that movie they're really like really really <laughs> indie films like art house and international really obscure movies so basically like things you should be
1: watching if you're in film school
2: yeah yeah basically that's but interesting. I, that's cool though. They've
0: talked this, about it a lot on CinemaSins podcast. I was going to use their like redemption code, I guess, and get get on there for a free month or whatever.
2: No, but you should be able to. Yeah, no, I should. If you have, <laughs> if you have like a school email address, I think you would be able to nice. get on because that's how I did it. I want to throw the CinemaSins guys, you know, a little bit of love though. I like them.
3: Oh, right.
2: But uh, the film I found on there that I really wanted to watch was uh, Guy and Madeline on a park bench which was the first film by damien chazelle it's is it still on there right now it's still on there for right now for a couple but more expire days expire in like i don't right. know two weeks maybe okay all right i need to
0: get on there and watch that because damien Love yeah him.
2: it's very interesting Ooh. seeing him go directly from this to whiplash to la la land and of course i watched those in reverse order
0: but <laughs> <laughs> i will do <too>, probably or <laughs> probably not i don't know Um, yeah so how is it how is it it's
2: like it's a thing where it's like it's kind of reminded me a lot of uh, following by Christopher Nolan Mm -hmm. where it's like it's so obviously a student film but it's a really good student film and you can like see where that director came from you know like when you have watched their earlier works first you can like go back to this and be like oh this is this is what they were doing back then. And I can see exactly how their art uh, built off of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a very interesting movie. There's a lot of like, I I think the best parts of this movie are the actual musical sequences when they, when they like actually break out into the song and dance and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's when like the direction really shines. And that's where the film is most entertaining and then there's some parts where it, like, drags a little bit because, like, the limitations of budget and, like, the... He's obviously not as strong of, like, a narrative developer as he is and as a, like, director, at least at this point. He's a visionary.
0: Let's just yeah. be honest. Dude, that's that's his forte. Um... And
2: then he, he kind of stole his ending from before Sunset. And I was like, is this an homage? Or is this... <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> student film, Aaron, student film. But it's
2: it's a film, <laughs> but yeah, it was a very interesting film to watch. So, and it's definitely one I would recommend if you uh, get on that movie. I, I do want to get on
0: movie. I, I feel like that's something I, I'll probably give up a different subscription service and get on the movie. Just because, like, just from what I hear, those are movies that you cannot find anywhere else, really, no. in a streaming service.
2: i got to check out what else is on there now. Yeah, but, you know,
0: movie. If you want to sponsor us, we're talking a big game for your product right now. So, like, I'm just saying. Um, all right, what else you got?
2: That's a, that's my week.
0: All right, David, you got two weeks, uh, three weeks now of movies. It'll do you be, want do you want to condense be... it a
1: little bit? Yeah. Like, okay. Of course, of course. Come on. All right. So. Uh, I've watched all... I, I, internet, I was sick. So, <laughs> that is why I wasn't here. But, um, I watched all of Rick and Morty season one and season two. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. I watched half of season three, and I can't find the other half, so it's very disappointing. Who uh, are you watching this on? Well, I watched season one and season two on Hulu, and then... Adult Swim literally had like half of Rick and Morty season three on, yeah. because like I guess like sometimes they will randomly just like put episodes on. I was like, oh, like sweet, cool. And that um, that so then I watched like some Trailer Park Boys, like all season one. And I oh, was, like, you, you
0: talk so much smack about me wasting my time with Superstore. You're over there watching Trailer Park Boys. <laughs>
1: Have you ever seen Trailer Park once? Yes, I have, and it's awful. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <I don't>
1: th- <laughs> yeah, so watch tri- and then like I don't know, like and I, I try to watch Stranger Things, and I don't understand why people like it, but I'm only like three yeah. episodes in. And... Same. Thank, thank, thank you, David. You, I think this you, whole
0: podcast you. is in that
1: boat, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, and now I'm like, I gotta finish it but like like literally the draw like i don't understand the draw like all oh, the mystery where the kid go it's just super know. eight the whole even like the whole aesthetic of the show people are like oh i love this still like it's not like well i do like the aesthetic <laughs> but it is it's just super eight
0: it's the same I thing ain't... sorry what uh, were you saying
1: so i haven't even seen super eight uh, you should It's no, uh, very yeah. good you should sure. uh yeah i probably should I uh, watched the walk, Walking Dead came back on, so I watched the two episodes of the Walking Dead. And now, let's see. Um, th- do I so the Cloverfield paradox? I watched that. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. I, I I enjoyed it for what it was, I guess, but it's, obviously it's missing some things. <laughs> Yeah, but I so I think it. Fair I call. think it goes ten ten Cloverfield Lane, Cloverfield Paradox, Whoa. and then and then not uh, Cloverfield, really? like, and not not in not in timeline and in, in order. In my, I like, would
0: wow. I'd say it goes Cloverfield Lane and then Paradox. I like the uh-huh. original. The that would be so.
2: Lane Cloverfield and then Paradox. So we all have different lists.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good thing we're not ranking that one. That would be <laughs> one that would be hard to come to a conclusion
1: on. I watched uh, the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Want
0: to give your quick uh, quick thoughts about that? We talked about it last week.
1: I enjoyed Black Panther. It's a good movie. Do I think it's the best movie in all of America? No, I don't. I think it's a solid Marvel movie. I think it's a little bit overhyped. Internet can kill me later if they want. Don't worry, um, I basically
0: like, said the same thing last week. Really? Like, basically, I, I I soured on it a little bit. I soured on it.
2: I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I like, it. I'm not gonna I I was the hyped one. Lacy was the. Mm-hmm. Think, uh, Game night's better than it. So. It is.
0: Game night is better than Black Panther. I'm not gonna yeah. lie to anyone.
2: <laughs>
1: It's just the honest to god truth, and I don't want to be attacked by the internet. Like, (laughs) oh my gosh, this is—it's whatever. It's too late. (laughs) It's too late, David. You've already—you've already already said it. Yeah, whatever. All right, moving on. Um, I watched Chris Rock's special,
0: Mm. Tambourine
1: on Netflix. Chris Rock—he's got some good jokes. It, It was enjoyable. I was appreciating the Chris Rock special. I really liked uh, Chris Rock
0: in Grown Ups Two. <laughs> that was my favorite Chris Rock role.
1: <laughs> Chris Rock's looking good, by the way. Look, yeah. Looking fresh. Nice.
0: Good for him. Yeah.
1: Good for Chris Rock. I watched um, The Italian Job. Oh yeah, that's a pretty decent film. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It had like literally the cliche. Oh, I don't, like it had one of the ending cliches. I'm like, Let's oh, this is go gonna happen, it. isn't it? And Aaron, had, you've seen it, like, it,
2: right? It truly was. the <laughs> Italian, Italian job. job.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, for, for what it was, it was good. It. Uh, Aziz Ansari's Buried Alive. Good stand-up. Ziz is... well man, I got a cough. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I muted myself. Okay, what's uh, up? Aziz has got some good stand-up. I've watched yeah. his Dangerously Delicious. I watched his Very Live and his Sensual Evening, or Intimate Moments for a Sensual Evening. All of it, all of it was enjoyable. I laughed. Z's mm-hmm. got some funny, like, a lot of his real life stories. Like, so he's got written jokes, and then a lot of his, like, stand ups literally just about his life and, like, how he, like, experienced it. So that that's kind of cool. I watched Annihilation, the best movie of 2018. It's the number one. Oh yeah. Uh, I got to. I fit. I was on the plane to come to Florida. Watched Thor Ragnarok. I and after watching Thor, I like Thor Ragnarok better than I like Black Panther. I, I still like Black Panther, but yeah, I'm waiting for the internet to come down. Hate. <laughs> Savage. Well, I mean,
2: it's gonna be me because I like I'm them for different reasons. Thor Ragnarok shade in my Black Panther yeah. reviews. Oh, really? I think
0: Black Panther is better than Thor Ragnarok, but God, I love Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> so I don't know.
1: And like for, and for me, I think like Thor, like Thor Ragnarok was just like it was. It's the best Thor movie, certainly without the a movie. doubt. So yeah, but I was fine. I that's was right,
0: Aaron. We star star got two on that side now. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok,
1: best form. And then the last thing that I watched, I watched Jungle on Amazon Prime.
0: I've seen this and, for a long time, and like Watch Next, and I don't even know what it's about. So spin us a yarn it, here, David.
1: It's literally, it's a, it's based on a true story of about course. Daniel Radcliffe. Portraying a character. Okay, it's not about Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> let's just be clear about that. <laughs> so it's literally based on a true story about a guy, uh-huh. like, and he's just on this big like backpacking adventure, mm-hmm. and then he meets some people, and they're like, let's go to this remote Indian village. And then they go, and then the jungle happens. And then it's literally him trying to get out of the jungle. Like, it was a fine movie, except one of like the main like plot points of the movie like doesn't make sense and i don't know if like they this is the way they that they wrote the movie or if this is actually what happened in real life because like one of like the main plot points like to like push them the story forward like it's supposed to be like a dividing thing but like the whole thing that's dividing them isn't a problem anymore so they can just go together but they choose to still split up so i don't understand it so I, <laughs> okay so i'm just like wait like why are you splitting up like the thing that like you were guys were like split on is no longer a factor so like, why not just do it together and get out of the jungle together but no but no they, they decide to split and so like, like that's just like, scooby-doo logic <laughs> that, that's that's literally what it is what like, <laughs> but um it was fine. Daniel Radcliffe did well. You can't had, Go ahead, sorry. And at the end of the movie, it had, like, all the little fun facts about, like... And, like, I like the fun facts more than I don't think I actually like the movie. <laughs> but Daniel Radcliffe did a good job.
0: Okay, yeah. I was just gonna say, uh... You can't have an A and B plot if you don't split up. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, all right. Is that all you watched this week? Yeah, I think so. There we go. That has been what have we been watching this week. Now, let's move on to a, a little bit of a brainstorming session. I realized, guys, that David, he's back. He's been gone for two weeks, but he's back. We were going to do a David catching up segment, but then I realized nothing in this podcast is worth getting caught up on. So, so uh, I think we're just going to scrap Perfect. that one. We're going to scrap that one. So, so we're um, without a segment again? Yeah, we're without a segment again. But I was thinking we could have a bit of a brainstorming session. Like the last few weeks. Just to try and figure out what we're going to do
1: next week. Oh, are um, we done with the casting? Have I been out that long? That we're yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, see, maybe so we we're did to need to do we to figure out what to replace, out. replace it with. Right, right,
0: right. We need to figure out what to replace it with. So, so we I had an to... idea this week. Though. Okay, what's your idea? Let's hear
2: it. Because I'm home for spring break. Uh-huh. And I was talking to my dad. Mm-hmm, As one does. My had a lot of thoughts on the Oscars. hmm. And he was like, hey, can I come on your podcast and share my thoughts on the Oscars? And I was like, sure, why not? And then I was like thinking, I was like, why not just give him an entire segment? Yeah. To just give his thoughts. And I was like th- thinking, like, why not bring all our parents in on this? <laughs> and we, like all get our parents. We could just collect them all. And then we just like set them down in front of the computer and let them yeah. have a podcast for like 20 minutes or so. Jo- you know? Jody
1: Jody did talk about saying that how she's like, oh, I saw this movie and you like, need me on the podcast so I can talk about it. I was like, what movie? <laughs> now, so Jody, Jody would be down.
0: Oh, yeah. I My mom would totally be down. <laughs> she always wants to be on. She saw Three Billboards. Again, did not like it. <laughs> um, but... Now I just want to be on an, on a segment with your dad,
2: so we can talk it, about. That's true, because you and my dad agree on the best Iron, Iron Man movie, movie
0: opinions. So. The best Iron Man movie, Iron Man three. I'm, I'm the best pretty Dark sure, Knight movie. I'm pretty Dark sure
1: your Knight dad Rises. doesn't like me, Aaron. So <laughs> I'm gonna stay off that one.
2: David, it's not that my dad doesn't like you; it's that he doesn't remember who you are. <laughs> is that I have strong opinions,
0: your dad that's just like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know about this dude. All right, so I was thinking, we all love Mark Wahlberg, right? (laughs) Don't we? Now, I don't want this to sound too much like the Kyle Chandler Appreciation Hour, which, of course, legally, we cannot talk about anymore. Uh, so I was thinking, instead, let's go through and find the best Mark Wahlberg line readings of all time. And then we all do our best Mark Wahlberg impressions of those line readings. So I would pick something like from The Happening, where the old lady accuses him of stealing from her. And she says, he goes, what? Us? Never. Never. <laughs> Great Mark Wahlberg line reading, right there. There's the one that everyone makes fun of that I literally have no clue what movie it's from, but say hi to your mother for me. (laughs) It's probably The Departed or something. Is it Four Brothers? I don't know, maybe. You can do. That's because they're Four Brothers, so they all have the same mother, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Say hi to your mother for me. And then we could do the one, just the primo, best line ever said by mark Wahlberg when he's in the garage and he's like this thing doesn't start up when i use the, <laughs> the jumper cables i don't think this is a broken down car at all i think we found a transformer <laughs> deadpan did, looking into the camera he did I find a transformer it's, it's transform. crazy it's crazy that he found a transformer and then we can talk about like random facts that about Mark Wahlberg that no one has ever known, like the fact that he knows how to shoot alien guns. Because how else would it be completely obvious to Mark Wahlberg how to work a transformer gun as soon as he picks one up?
1: <laughs> oh, I okay, get wait, wait, this. Pause, pause, pause. What if we? What if we? Hop on the fun facts train. The fun so facts like every, train every week. Every week, okay. So every week, we have to we choose a movie, uh huh, and then we, it's like two truths and a lie. Uh So you have to find like two fun facts about the movie, (laughs) and then you have to make up one, and then we we have to guess which one is (laughs) fake. Okay, that like is too good for this segment.
0: (laughs) Because I can actually see us doing that. So uh, we're going to keep that one in our back pocket.
1: <laughs> no. Look at that, that's a genius. Tomorrow.
0: All right. Well, guys, I think we've got, we got, we got some, like, some really good ideas this week. Uh, but I'm coming back to the parents one. And I think next week we'll have all of our parents on the podcast. And we'll, uh, you know, have them hash it out. Talk about the Oscars. Talk about whatever they want. Not whatever they want. Movies. We'll keep them on movies. <laughs> but uh, that'll, be, uh, that'll be the segment for next week. Uh, and I will be sure before I leave my headphones to say Iron Man 3, best Iron Man, and then set down my headphones. <laughs> You're wrong, but... No. How dare you disagree with your father, Aaron? <laughs> Wait, that was a weird statement. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, <laughs> this has been... Uh, well, it hasn't been anything, but it will be something next week. So join us for that. <clears throat> Guys, let's uh, move right along to the bad movie segment of the week. Have we talked about Project Almanac on here, Aaron?
2: Uh, no, we have not. Here we go. Time, so.
0: Project Almanac
2: it is. Uh, I can check it real quick before you start if you want. Okay. It's a better movie than I expected.
0: Now! That being said, it's not a good movie. There are some things that took me some time to really understand the stupidity of it all. And it took a little bit of nudging from Aaron. I'll give him points there.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Was, was it the fact that they used like a shot, reverse shot format? In a found footage film with just one camera. Um, that's a part of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh don't really know how
2: or why. Uh but it, it's it must they traveled through time and then they filmed the scene from a different angle. Mm-hmm. And then they traveled back in time and they filmed the same scene again from a from a different angle, and then it, it that's what caused the real paradoxes. Alright, yeah, I like that.
0: I don't. I hate the movie. Uh, (laughs) But I think there are some decent ideas here. I think it's like, hey, time travel in like a uh, teens have time travel kind of thing. Okay. It's a little interesting. I mean, we have Back to the Future, but this one takes kind of a more, I don't want to say horror, but more of like a freaky approach to it, I suppose. They were Are you trying talking to about
2: how the uh, kids when they get the power of time travel. You're gonna st- it to go see yep, imagine dragons. In concert? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I have too much to say about this film so <laughs> for you to pick.
3: It.
0: Yeah, they do. They do use the time travel to go see imagine dragons, which is just a dumb choice. I I have more to bones to pick about it. More that this is this is a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> like produced, yeah. it's a Michael Bay movie. Let's be honest. Like down to the horribly forced in product placement. Like it's bad. Like when the time machine thing happens, and then like oh things are floating off the ground and stuff, and then. They're like, look at that Red Bull can. Look at how that Red Bull can is floating. Gives you wings. <laughs> Red Bull can. <laughs> and they like, focus on it so much. It's like, ugh, ugh, guys. Okay, rough. I think there's like a one decent scene in this movie. It's when the one kid sees his, they go back in time and mess with him when he was like a few hours ago. And that's a decently strange, like, weird, out-there scene, which is why it's good. Um, but then, like, he goes back in time to his birthday party and sees his self when he was a kid, and the per- they, like, steal it from Harry Potter. Like, it's not even close. They steal the Harry Potter thing, where in Prisoner of Azkaban harry sees his dad across the lake do the patronus and he thinks his dad's alive but then they uh you know they they use the time turner and they go back in time and then harry is the one who does the patronus and the reason he's able to do it is because he knew he had already done it i love that line so much (laughs) um but they steal that in this movie He thinks he sees his dad holding the camera and it's him. Very different. He should know that's him. (laughs) Like, he looks the same. It's not like he's older or anything. It is like just him. Or in Harry Potter, it's across the lake, his soul's being sucked out, you know, a big light from the Patronus. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, I could see how you maybe think you look like, or that's your dad, because you looked like your dad. And the only pictures you have of your dad are when your dad was that age. And then it's like in this movie, no, I knew my dad as an older gentleman, and I thought that was him in the video. And it's like, oh, my God. Dumb. So
2: dumb. Bad acting all around, I think we can all agree with. Yeah. Was there anyone in this film that went on to do anything else? It does not look like it.
0: I'm. I'm going to read through but so the director
2: history. he went on to direct uh, Power Rangers Power Rangers which yeah, makes like, so yeah. much sense to me for for a while that's what they were doing what uh, Platinum Dunes was doing was they were just like grooming these directors for these big blockbusters like they did it with Project Almanac to Power Rangers and mm-hmm. then they did Earth to Echo to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too they just like hey here make some trashy sci-fi film so we have an excuse to give you this big budget blockbuster movie oh my god what else are we gonna do give it to a woman <laughs> <laughs> oh my
3: god okay yeah sure
0: um also he was in uh the main guy was in the um what do they call divergent movies so
2: well that's uh certainly a career
0: yeah, so, such good movies. They didn't even finish them.
3: <laughs> Ooh,
0: that's a good. Uh, that's a good joke. The whole. It's just a good joke, guys. Let's just be honest. Um, anyway, that's Project Almanac. It's a real bad movie. It, it's just so void of any true originality or any good ideas. And the ideas it does have don't make any sense. Like the reverse shot, reverse shot. <laughs> From a found footage perspective, it just does not work. So anyway, guys, that's been Bad Movie of the Week. Let's move on to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We uh, take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and we throw it out there. We have the other two try and guess what it is, uh, and Aaron, I believe you have it this week? I do, yes. Alright, hit me with it. Alright, you guys ready? I am ready. Uh, and me,
3: like
1: you said, hit us with it. I
0: did say hit us with it.
1: said so hit me with it, but we can move on. Okay, yeah.
0: alright, fine. I've, I meant us, all right, but that's alright.
1: Right. <laughs> in, in team uh,
2: fighting now. <laughs> uh, three and a half stars. What is, a, what is that, good or bad it's, movie? Good, it's good, it's good. <laughs> okay. three, three and above is good, and two and a half and below is bad. Okay, okay. So, this I, is actually I, so it's actually movie. a bad movie. <laughs> I got a little a good confused. a bad movie. Okay, okay, all right, I got it. stars. Proving once again that the critics who review these films are not the demographic, this was an entertaining, if not predictable, film. The only challenge was visualizing blank as the milk toast defenseless citizen after seeing him in the Blank Saga. Know, Once he learned how to shoot a gun in this film, though, mm-hmm. so you quickly saw the Blank we have come to know and love. The film was enjoyable. It's Death Wish. Yeah. It's Death It's Death Wish. <laughs> the best part of this review, though, is the yeah. one... Is, you didn't get the first time around, though, but... The only challenge... Was visualizing Bruce Willis as the toast defenseless citizen after seeing him in the Die Hard saga. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole point of Die Hard. He, he was just a regular guy. <laughs> he was a cop, though, man. He oh my pet. god, he, he, he was a cop. He, he had he had uh, experience in that regard. Uh, uh, that was one of the tamer Death Wish reviews I could find for you guys. So, uh... what do you mean tamer? <laughs> I think you know exactly what I mean. Do you mean, like, racist? <laughs> That's a good first guess. You, you, you nailed it.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, oh, no. Okay, gross. Uh, Yay! There is... The, the only audience review for Gringo right now is one of the most offensive things I've ever read. So... We're really just getting the cream of the crop from, uh, Flickster, aren't we? Um, anyway. Death Wish. Don't see it. Is it? <laughs> now I need to know. Are they, like, racist reviews because the movie is racist? Or, like, racist in defense? Or, like...
2: All of it, man. Oh ever my sing- God. Every single, uh, thing you were gonna put out there. Just all of it. Oh, my God. All right. Well, this has been
0: <laughs> Episode 93 of Reboot already underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David. He's finally back. Find him at DBex with two S's 15 returned on Twitter. Oh yeah. You can find AA Ron that, That's his name in my phone. AA A. Ron H A Ron. Mhm. It's just it's it's too Perfect. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I, I lost my train of thought. Oh, you can find Aaron on the internet at little flame dude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken on Tumblr.com. We're writing a game, game night review?
2: Uh, maybe, if I can get to it. I oh, don't know. I have to start writing a screenplay for school. So There you go. Now, what's more important?
0: A review of the greatest film ever made? Or a screenplay <laughs>
1: It's a screenplay yeah. It's a screenplay Don't
0: write the review <laughs>
1: um, if, you need, if you need any help or tips With the screenplay
0: yeah. I, I, hit I the, uh, oh, yeah Ask David The the one person here who isn't in film school Right
1: now <laughs> I love you David uh, <laughs> Jake you, you Do not call me with so no tips or helpful <laughs> with that attitude.
2: It's like me rejecting his three dollars earlier. <laughs> <laughs> You're just oh my god.
0: Okay, yeah, and uh, if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. This clever no, that's not my Dumbler. Find me on Aaron's Dumbler. <laughs> Find me at Jake Lace on Tumblr for reviews and stuff like that. But also go to Letterboxd. I've been writing a lot more like short form type reviews on there. Uh for ones that I don't really feel I have a like a whole lot to say about. So you can find those there. Some of them are a little memey. Hopefully that's okay for you. Yeah. And uh That's it guys. Join us next week when our parents do a segment on this
2: show and we talk and they talk about the bye-bye man. I got, I got to get my dad to watch the bye-bye man Man train.
0: (laughs) The The bye-bye man train train works too well. (laughs) (laughs) Guys. Good. Bye. Bye man.